Imagine for a moment your pits smelling like nothing. You don't stink after you work out. Your teenager's foot odor doesn't exist. How is this possible? It's Lumi. Challenge Lumi to keep you funk free for 72 hours. Go to uglytruth.com slash Lumi. You can pick your favorite smell, the favorite type of applicator or stick or tube or wipe, and you will be amazed by your non-smelly body. Uglytruth.com slash Lumi. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. This is episode 541, 541 episodes, Stephanie. Yay. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> okay, so we are officially recording on 9-11. We are. I know. I know. It's a little odd. So uh, I don't know why. And it fell on a Saturday this year, which is kind of... Well, now you really get a chance to reflect. Exactly. You're yeah. not thinking about your work day. Nope. And, you know. you, you, I woke up this morning and I have been kind of like low-key not doing social media yeah. outside of the bare minimum because I, first of all, I hate Facebook. Yeah. And apparently as you get older, you're supposed to love Facebook more. Um, I hate it. I don't think so. I, yeah. Well, it's. I'm really over it too, to be honest I with just, you. I just, I find nothing interesting. I just, you know what? It's not that I find anything interesting. The problem is, is that I have so many friends on it that mm. I feel like I, I have to look just to make sure you nobody to go died <laughs> or there wasn't a major death in the family or right? something going on that I should right. be aware of. You're like, I need to be appropriate. Right. So I can't tell you how many times someone has posted, well, my sweet, dear, sweet mother has passed. We will miss her, blah, blah, blah. And when you're trying to do like the care yeah. mark, and I'll always do the LOL. Oh, God. I can't tell you how many times. And you know what? I know I'm not alone because I've seen those and seen a couple LOL remarks. And then they're deleted. And then I'm like, oh, this was an accident because oh, there's yeah. no way they're it, mortifying. Have you ever seen like a, like a news feed, <laughs> like a news story about something tragic, um, like a car accident or whatever, mm-hmm. and there'll be all these sad emojis and or the the sad like, mm-hmm. and then like a couple people will do the laughing like, and then there's like 25 comments like, I don't know what's funny about this. <laughs> You're like, it's I'm like, wait, an error. I'm like, wait, wait, what is she talking about? You know, it's then I have mistake. to go up and look at the long list of people who liked or loved or whatever. I'm like, okay, so there's one ha ha face. So you literally went through the effort. They did. To mouse over to see who laughed at this post so that you could annihilate I'm them behind you. the screen. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, yeah. One, no one's allowed to make a mistake. No one's allowed to just be <laughs> given an apology and let it let and moving on. You know. Although we, there is 30 other comments where they you can barely understand what they're saying because the grammar and the spelling is so atrocious. <laughs> but people don't say anything about that. No. Let's no. just ignore the fact that this person's completely illiterate. But can I just gather all of these and say this is a testament of our education system? I am serious. Fix it. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even understand what you're trying to say. Like, I can't even piece it together. I'm like, like, I'm trying really hard. I have gone through and said, okay, hold on, hold on. And I'll sit there and I'll read it. I'm like, U N E I I'm failing to comprehend <laughs> what you're trying to tell us. And I mean, and you know, we all have made typos or spelling errors uh-huh. in, in, a, in a long comment or mm-hmm. a longer comment where you look at it and you're like, damn it, I, I put as instead of at. Oh, I hate Or something that. like that. And right? you want to go back and fix it, but you can't. I do. Well, on Facebook, you can. Mm-hmm. On Twitter, I don't think you can, you right? You cannot. You have to delete. And I have deleted many a tweet. <laughs> and so, we've done it. But, but, um, some of them, I'm like, you actually posted this. Like, you didn't look at it later and be like, what? wait, what was I saying? And you didn't even attempt to fix it? I'm like, good lord. I'm like, there's like six of the ten words you wrote were wrong. <laughs> I'm like, it's so true. It's so true. Anyway, so interestingly, it's been 20 years since 9-11. And yeah. And I think we all remember that if you were old enough to remember, you remember exactly Sadly where you were. You remember yes. exactly what you were doing. I remember it like it just happened. And I have said the story many times. I woke up. I was listening. Well, for us, just because we're... We're in Northern California. Yeah. So yeah. it was it was very early for us. It was very early. The first plane hit at 6.23 a.m. And I woke up at 7. Yeah. And to my alarm, because back then we had clock radios. Wait, was radios. it 6.23? Yeah, it was. Clock radios. Yeah. And so my clock radio yeah. went off because it was a school day. And so yeah. it was like 7 o'clock. And I woke up to the DJ saying... The Capitol is closed. Everything is closed. Nothing is open. Stay home. Don't, you right. know, this is a state of emergency. I'm like, what the fuck? I know. And so I got up and, of course, Daryl, who is always has been and is still oblivious to news. What? Breaking news. No, he's Mr. never. Mr. Radio guy. Mm-hmm. Like, his whole life, his whole career. He is... jumps into work and is just He's a focused. communications major. Right? And so <laughs> I get up and I go, 
what's going on? And it, we barely had internet back then. Right. And so I we said. We had TV, but yeah. Yeah, we did. And I go, what's going on? He goes, what are you talking about? I go, why is the everything closed? Why is the state capitol closed? And he's like, I don't know. And so I turned on the Today Show. Yep. And I'm watching the Today Show going, oh my God, somebody ran in, somebody flew. And I go, well, this must have been like a horrible accident. Like, yeah. That's awful, what we all horrible thought. accident. And then right before my eyes, I watched the second plane plow into yeah. the building. And I went, what the fuck is going on? And I then know. I just went. This Terror. is not, this is not Something an accident. Something really bad is happening. Something bad is happening. And so I lost it. Yeah. I really thought that we were being invaded. I and did I did too. not know that they're using planes against us. And there are well, thousands. Well, they were. And there's thousands of planes in the sky. Yeah, right. That's true. We didn't know the magnitude at that point. I think right. it, 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 it unfolded rather, it was quick, but it was slow very at the quick. same time because it was happening in real time. Yeah. So the, the planes that hit the Twin Towers was mm-hmm. everybody's first like, yes. that's what, how we found out. But yes. the first one we thought was, like you said, everybody thought it was an accident. Something like, bad. What an oh my insane, God. Terrible yeah. Thing. And, and yes. people were like, oh, was it a small plane? I'm like, yeah, but that explosion was so huge, you know? Mm-hmm. And then when the second one hit, we knew. And then all of a sudden, I just had this wave of fear come it's over this weird, me. Your body loses temperature. You're like, I just felt like you panicked. And I, I'm like, I, I almost fainted. And I'm like, you know what? Where do you go? You know, if you're, if there's an attack like that, there's nowhere to run. You have to stay. You just have, I I kept the kids home and I'm like, you can't go. And they're just like, why? What do you mean? Because Tyler was just nine. Little. He was a baby. Yeah. You know, or eight. Yep. And so I said, no one's leaving. And it was so bad that Daryl called our mother and dropped off a Xanax. (laughs) She's like. Oh God, I bet. she normally doesn't. She usually sends Paul to do stuff. And she came over. She goes, Jamie, you need to take a Xanax. And I was like, okay. And yeah. so I took it. And I'm like, oh, it barely worked. Well, I went to work. I worked for Citibank at the time. Citibank had occupied an entire floor of the 110. Oh, my God. Floor. Yeah. It was one of our corporate headquarters. Mm-hmm. But I didn't even think about that at the time. I, no, I showed yeah. up to work and everybody was in a conference room with the TV. We, and I went in there. A lot of people were crying. Um, yeah. And then I, it was, I was still kind of coming to terms with what was happening. It's shocking because when I had to leave for work, I think it was right after the second tower, or the second one hit the tower. Yeah. So we really didn't know the full. You didn't know anything. We just knew something really scary was happening. Right. And so when I got to work, the half an hour it took me to get there, more stuff had developed. Sure. The other, I think one of the other planes had crashed, or we knew there was a plane mm-hmm. in the air that was hijacked, and then all of a sudden it was like this massive. Oh my god. And then people were on the phone trying to call our corporate headquarters to see if everybody was okay. Because we didn't even understand the extent of the damage. No. The towers hadn't fell. So, I mean, we thought maybe there's some people who were alive. You know, we don't know where the cutoff was. Yeah. Yeah. And so people were calling and no one could get through. And it was just, it was becoming horrible. More horrible yeah. by the second. Eventually, they were like, "Go home, everybody. Let's just go home. We this can't is stupid. This. We can't work. No one's coming. There's... No one can do, do anything but sit there and watch the TV. Not to mention that financially, everything was shut down. It did. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it. And as the day progressed, we sadly had to realize that all of our people at Citibank were dead, and yeah. because obviously, when the buildings it fell, hit the sixtieth floor, it did. Any, anybody below, anybody above, it was almost impossible. Yeah, those phone calls that they have released of the people who were calling 911 who were above yeah. the, the where the planes hit are so difficult to listen they to. They are difficult. Because they had so long to wait and Hours. think that they were going to be rescued. So with that being said, I mean, obviously this is dropping the next day, but if you have an opportunity or if you haven't, you yeah. know, there are some really good, profound documentaries and podcasts out there. I definitely encourage it. That's our that's our testament to 9-11. Yeah. Continue educating your children. Always remember. Never forget. Definitely never forget. And the one thing that's great about the United States is that now we've recovered to some degree. And I got to go to Bottle Rock in Napa. Yeah. A week ago. <laughs> because that's what you... Speaking that's, of spoils. That's what Americans... That's what we do. Is we go, let's, in, let's embrace our freedoms and we do things like this. And it's fun. And it's fun. And it really makes you... And coming off the heels of the pandemic, it had to be, be pretty Yeah. Exciting. Now, we are obviously knee-deep in a Delta variant, but California's doing all right. No, no, no. We are. But I mean... California's doing good. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're actually... We're vaccinated and we're very mask appropriate. Here's what's great. Bottle Rock is like the Northern California Coachella, but better. Yeah. Because it's not full of a bunch of douchey LA people. And drugs. <laughs> Sorry, and LA. shit, yeah. But it's... I 
we I was a little nervous because this is going to be the first huge event that I was going to since yeah. the pandemic hit. And I'm like, how's it going to be? Because I saw Lollapalooza like everybody else. And it looked it was very violent. And, you know, because people like we were talking before the show have for, some have forgotten how to behave in society. Oh, I didn't know. And, you know, they're like little ferals. And so I was like, <laughs> I didn't know what was going to happen. So we go in. And you have to show your you had to show your vaccination card or a COVID negative. Right. We went in. There was not that many people there. Now, when we were Stevie Nicks, I think was, they limited the capacity. Didn't no, they, they no, they really didn't. Nope. Stevie Nicks was supposed to be the headliner on the day we went, and uh, she canceled. And she said, "It's too dangerous for me. I'm old as fuck. I don't want to get COVID. Sorry, I'm backing yeah. out. Fine." Chris Stapleton, who is a country singer that Daryl and I absolutely love, he took over. So we had been there for a couple of hours, and then we were sitting next to somebody at a picnic table. We were having some yummy dumplings, and we were sitting next oh my to God, dumplings. These cup, this couple. And what's so great is everybody was social distancing. They were Good. as best that you could, as right? best as you could. So we were at these picnic tables, and we were on one end, and then a couple was on the other end. So we had like a nice four or five feet apart. And they turned to us and they said, yeah, did you guys hear something? She goes, yeah, some lady in the bathroom area said that Chris Stapleton canceled. And I'm like, excuse me, what? And I'm like, this can't be true. I go, this is why we're here. We literally gave up oh our tickets God. on Sunday to see the Foo Fighters right. so that we could see Chris Stapleton. And so sure as shit, 30 minutes before, he had canceled due to a non-COVID illness. And so now it was going to be the High Women, which is Maren Morris Brandy Carlisle and some other people that I can't think of their names. Now, I don't hate the high women. I like them, but I wasn't really interested. Yeah, you came for a certain act. Yeah, and, and here's the thing. I dressed for a country concert. Oh, great. So I was wearing, I was all Johnny Cash. Your, ca- your cowboy boots? I had my cowboy boots, my black jeans, and my black t-shirt. I was ready for a country concert. Yeah, yeah. It was hot as fuck. Yeah, it was. And I'm like, all I had to do was get to sunset, and then I'll I'll look just exactly the way I want to look. This, and it cools off, so it's tolerable. Yeah, it's the Bay Area, so it's fine. So here I am in the in the blazing sun, surrounded by a bunch of boho Instagram influencers, looking like a ridiculous fool. <laughs> and I'm like, I should have worn. About. I should have worn my boho dress that there I brought. Was, I can't believe there wasn't other country like folk. There were a ton. Okay, but and they were like furious they were so disappointed and there was a lot of cute cowboys there i have to say there was a lot of cuties it's really easy to hide your fugly or ugly or even if you're marginal yes i know you can get away with a lot but there was a lot of cute tall cowboys standing around some hot ones too yeah on their phone looking like shocked like what do i do i'm here in napa and i don't know what the fuck i'm doing here you know i want to leave you know Uh and so um we were really really disappointed and i turned him and i said i'm not gonna lie i want to fucking leave he goes me too and i said do you want to just go home and get drunk and he's like i do so we saw maren morris she was amazing and she's gorgeous and she's so cute that yeah we saw a lot of things we saw this band uh this act called she's uh big frida uh she is uh not a drag queen but very much flamboyant. Okay. Badass. I oh. mean, that that area, because there's several stages on the right, ballroom. Right, right, right. That stage was ass to cock from stage to the end. <laughs> it was the place to be. It was the place to be. So we were in the back, and I'm, and they're, she's like, get your ass up, get your ass up. And we're like, get your ass up, get your ass up. <laughs> we were like having so much fun. Sweet. So we saw a lot of really great bands, and so yeah. that was great. But it was about seven o'clock, and I said, "You know what? Honestly, I don't really want to see the high women. I mean, I, yeah. they're good. I know. So but what I, would they be on at eight? Or the they 8:30? came on around eight, and I said, "Let's just like because I know they shut it down, and I heard at ten on the nose. It is a county ordinance that they do right. not fuck around with. So we took like they off. Cut sound to they do. bands. Guns and Roses was on Saturday, and people were outraged. And I'm like, and they well. kept singing on a dead mic. I'm like, okay, the Foo well. Fighters did it too. Who? The Foo Fighters. Oh, did they? Yeah. So well, why don't they just time it better? Because that's just not how they... That's not, that's not rock and roll, Stephanie. I Come know. on. But you I mean, know if you know you're going to get cut off and they your don't, sound is literally going to get cut off. Like a, it's almost like a badge of honor to get cut like off. Like that's what you want. Okay. Yeah. So what? Especially is, at the age of these people. I mean, how old are the Foo Fighters? They're they're dads. They're fifties. <laughs> they're older than that. I was like, they're, they're in their fifties. Seriously, 50s. yeah. The, yeah. The, the other day, Jerry was like, "Oh yeah, did you hear the guy, the the drummer from Rolling Stones died?" I'm like, Jerry, he was ancient. <laughs> Charlie. He's like, I'm just so sad, and I'm like, he was like 83. He I'm was, like, he was an elderly gentleman. He yes. wasn't like a spring chicken. Like, oh, that's tragic. <laughs> it was not tragic. His life was over. <laughs> 
I'm like, Mick Jagger is like walking death. I'm like, I don't even, I mean. Nobody knows how that one guy's still alive, the the guitar player. (laughs) I think he's dead, actually. Anyway, so, um. So we left, but we actually had a really good time. Uh, we were glad we stayed. Yeah, and the silent disco sure. basically is you wear headphones, and they have three, two to three DJs, and you can change the channel. Oh, okay. And listen, That's and they're cool. they're really great DJs, and all you see is a bunch of people bouncing around with headphones on. Right. <laughs> and Daryl and I have done the silent disco every year. We love it. So we, I said, let's just do the silent disco. It always cheers us up. It's yeah. Great. So we it's went fun. in there, put in the silent, you know, put on our headphones, and we're bopping around. And the best part is watching people dance. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so fun. It's amazing how many people don't have rhythm. (laughs) But you don't care. You don't care. You just watch and you're like, well, they're having fun. Who who am I to judge? It's kind of like when you have your earphones in at home and you're singing. Yeah. And you think you sound amazing. But if somebody's outside, (laughs) I think it's similar with dancing. One sweet day. Yeah, yeah, you think you look great, but you really you're just like, oh god. So it was fun, and so we were like, all right. So we finished, and we were walking away, and we were walking. And somebody's like, oh man, Silent Disco's hopping, and they're like, let's go, <laughs> you know. So it's a really, it was a really fun time. Fun. Um, then we went home, and you know, I was so happy to be home, and I'm like, I'm a shower. And so we found Ugh. out the next day that 98 percent of the people who were there were vaccinated. Oh. Only 2% had to show a COVID negative. Wow. And it was the same for every day. That's of the, great. It was awesome. Yeah. I'm like, this is wonderful. So, of course, I was still a little concerned about getting COVID. You can I mean, still get just it because and spread I'm. It. Right. And so I've been hunkering. I stripped off all of my clothes. I'm like, it's like being at an airport. Yeah. You just take everything off oh and wash God. it. Yeah. And Joe's like, oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. It's like I when just... you go to the state fair and you just like have to wash everything. You're like, oh my God, I've touched so many nasty things today. Do you remember when mother would take us thrifting and we, she'd have baby wipes in the car? Oh yeah. And she's like, you, and then you wipe off your hands and they're filthy. Oh my God. Absolutely necessary. Oh yeah. my God. And Ugh. so I took Mackenzie, or I took Malia thrifting a couple weeks ago or like a month or so ago. And I said, okay, I don't do the baby wipe in the car thing. I go, but the second we get home, you wash yeah. your hands immediately. Well, I mean, it's amazing how self-aware I am now of, like, when I go to the grocery store. Yeah. Of how not much you touching touch. anything. Well, yeah. after I'm, when I'm leaving and I'm going home, I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't even unload the car. I'm like, Jerry. <laughs> he I comes must- out. I'm like, he's, and he, I go straight for the sink. We, he does the same thing. Yeah. We all do it now. It's just like normal. Well, we keep um, the disinfectant spray in our cars. So yeah. we'll do that right away. And then, yeah. Um, we've just been so yeah. trained to try to kill everything. Right. But anyway, so the day before, though, we went in the day before because uh, there's always hotels available the day before the th- concert. But oh. you'll never find a hotel for the weekend. That's true. So, That's a good point. So our new trick is to check in on, on a Thursday, Thursday. And then we go on Friday and then we go home. Right. And so That's it's smart. And we have our car parked. And then Plus, we can I just, bet you the rates are like tolerable. They're way like three times cheaper. Yeah. I was about to say. Because, can imagine what the rates would be on a Friday or well, Saturday? Well, I remember one time we were like, hey, we want to, you know, we'd like to stay for two nights. Can you, can you get us a room? She goes, I can, but it's going to be $2,500 a night. Huh. I'm like, what? Night? He, she's like well we have i mean we it's beyond booked like you can't you know what always gets me about stuff like that is like whenever it's, we, d- it's just demand i know but yeah. I, i'm like who has that much money yeah i mean there's really that many people who have five g's for the weekend i'm like it's i just insane. i mean yeah because every time we go we're like well we have the twin we have a twin room available oh, or i'm God. like don't you have a suite or something no all the suites are booked i'm like the suites are two grand i'm like <laughs> they're sold out yeah. God. Done and done. Some people book a year in advance to stay Seriously. there. So anyway, um, so we pull in on a Thursday and we're like, let's like have some fun. Yeah. You know, so we pulled in on Thursday. I'm sure the vibe was great still. It was great. Before. Everybody's like, you know, you can feel the energy. You people know? who came from out of town are there already. Oh, already. Yeah. We saw a lot of artists pulling in and checking Sweet. in. You know, nobody that anybody would recognize. So it's but, still fun. It's but exciting. it's you can tell that there are people yeah. ready for the weekend. So we um, booked this tasting um, a little past downtown in the old part of downtown. It's called, I think it's called the Vintners. And so um, we went in and this place specifically, they are the tasting house for super small production wines. Oh, Wineries that just cannot afford to have a tasting room. They don't even produce their wine on property. They actually have to like rent. Send it. They rent and they make their wine at like Alpha Omega or Basswood or these places where they can actually host these small wine productions. Yeah. And it's a real, it's an honor to to allow these people because some of these wines are unbelievably beautiful. Oh, yeah. And they're almost always generational winemakers. Like, they've been in there since birth. Like, they've lived in there yeah. since birth. They're like, oh, yeah, like, the, the one 
gentleman, Randy, he has been he has been in Yountville his whole life. Mm-hmm. And he worked for um, Robert Mondavi for 39 years. Wow, yeah, so he knows some stuff. He knows some shit. And so he's like, but I was sick of it. It was corporate. So I just do my own. So he buys grapes from people who have extra from some very reputable wines. He doesn't even name names. He's just like, well, they're reputable. And then he makes these gorgeous, beautiful wines. But you can't buy them anywhere because he only makes like two cases or whatever. Oh, wow. That is so awesome. we met him. We got to taste his wines. Petit Verdot, he's one of the only ones that makes it. And so we bought it, of course. Oh, yes. Well, we just had a blast. And our host lives in Sacramento. Oh, that's <laughs> and So we hit it off with him. Small I will world. say there's only one thing. <laughs> so, and of course, I had my awkward moment there. Of course oh, I did. of course you did. Of course I did. Anyway, this gentleman, Jeremy, um, he's he was wonderful. Walk in, immediately, I'm like, God, you're really fucking cheesy. But he ended up not being cheesy. He ended up being really, really knowledgeable. Well, very I mean, outgoing. I don't know about you, but I'm always... I'm so judgy the second I meet someone. I mean, someone. I'm judgy and I'm annoyed. Like, I'm annoyed before you give me a reason. I walked in. We walked in. And he, like, he comes over and he goes, well, hello. And I was just like, no. Yeah, that's me. You know, I'm immediately like, oh, God. <laughs> and I, in my mind, I'm like, he's our host. I can feel it. I just know it. <laughs> and again, Daryl's like, well, hello. You know, and I'm like, like, oh, my oh, God. God. I hate my life already. So we go up. We had a beautiful table. We had a little charcuterie. And so he yeah. he was so nice, though, because he's like, you know, he poured us a little rosé to kind of cleanse our palate and get ready for the tasting. And what's great about places like this is there's no rules. So, you know, he they probably have a standard rule. And then you tell him what you like. And he's like, okay, now we're going to play. Yeah. And then they give us all this great stuff. I'm sure they're hoping that you will interact with them. And them. we did. Because there's people who come in and are like, we don't know what we like. This is our first time. Oh, no. Or like, they really don't drink wine. Yeah. Or, they're like, know. well, tell us something. You know, he's like, tell me what you guys like. And so we were talking about it. Anyway, it was a beautiful tasting. Um, but here's what was great is I said, Daryl always finds a way to brag. And he's like, oh, well, my wife does a podcast. <laughs> And he goes, oh, really? And so he goes, well, what's the name of it? And he goes, well, it's the Ugly Truth Podcast. He goes, I've heard of that podcast. Oh I'm God. like, get the fuck out of here. We're and famous. I'm like, and I said, <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, no, you haven't. Like, <laughs> he's just being polite. I'm assuming and this guy gets a tip. Uh, probably. Yeah, probably. By you, right? Well, yeah, but I mean, I don't think that's why he said it. But, I'm kidding. Um, he probably meant it. And I said, you wouldn't listen to it, though. And he goes, I wouldn't. I go, well, no, it's very girly. And then you said, it's like Cosmo Magazine. I go, well, she's not wrong. That's actually kind of true. true. It is a little Cosmo mag. Well, I mean, it's a good break, though. I mean, who doesn't yeah. love sitting down with a brand new Cosmo and like reading all the it's articles the about how to keep your vagina clean you know, <laughs> yeah. after a week of raunchy sex? <laughs> it's about the 90s all over again. So, um, but what was... Uh, a little annoying was that uh, Daryl and this person, Jeremy, they seem to be kind of um, oh testosterone battling Ugh. and one-upping in a sense. And I'm like, I can sense it. And they pro- maybe they don't know what they're doing, but I sense it. And I'm like, I hate both of it's you like right now. It's like two roosters. It's like, can y'all just stop cutting each other off? Try Stop, stop saying, you know, ah. it's like... And so finally, he, well, he wasn't a very good host then because he you're supp- was. You're supposed to let the guy like take over. Fine, if you want to be the man, he did. Fine, do well, it. that was the thing is he did. And so when he left, I turned to Daryl and said, "You know, it'd be really great if you just stopped cutting him off every ten minutes. I'd love to hear about the wines. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be great." And Daryl's, you know, he looks down and gets all, you know, testosterone-y. And I'm like, oh, God. I just, so then he's annoyed. He wasn't annoyed really. He's like, I'm not doing anything. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> Jesus. of course you aren't. And then. <laughs> We had this charcuterie plate, and I asked him, I said, Jeremy, are any of these goat cheese? Because I hate goat cheese so much. Yeah, we know. And he goes, Well, no. I know. Yeah. He goes, no, 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 these are not. And so he said all the names of it, and Daryl goes, no, those are fine. So I take the soft cheese, and I put it on this amazing bread that they gave us, and I took a bite, and I go, this is goat cheese. And he goes, no, it isn't. And I go, it is goat cheese, Jeremy. I know it. If it's not goat cheese, it's lamb cheese. He goes, no, he goes well, well, it's, it's, um... He said it was uh, Humboldt Fog. And I go, that is goat cheese. It is goat cheese. I was about to say, even I know. And he goes, let me check. So he goes downstairs. He goes, I apologize. It is goat cheese. And I'm like, I know my goat cheese. Because I hate it. I hate it If you hate something, you know what it tastes like. I go, it's like licking a goat's neck. (laughs) Ew. But what I loved about the whole interaction was that we were so comfortable. Yeah. He was cool. And he is a sommelier, like a legit 
Somaye level two, and I, I I acknowledge that as something. He it's only been a year, so I'm like, congratulations! That is huge. It is huge. I think it's amazing, and especially to have a job in a prestigious place in Napa. And he is so passionate about it, and I love that about him. And so we, I really enjoyed his his hosting. I thought it was great. We we joined the club because I'm Yay. like, this is the kind of wine I want. I don't need to. I can buy. All the wines that we have currently, I can buy anywhere. Yeah, you sure so, can. I mean, for the most part. So, this it, this was so great. Well, I had way too much wine. Oh, and so no I had my awkward moment. <laughs> we went back to the hotel. I passed out, Lovely. and then Daryl woke up and he's like, "Hey, we have to go to our second uh, event in like an at like forty minutes. Are you up for it?" And I'm like, "Yes, I am. Make me coffee." So we chugged yeah. some coffee. We headed to Yountville. It's smart. And we went to this place that is a champagne caviar bar. Oh, to die. Stephanie, I don't live this life. Uh, yeah, you do, actually. Well, we did that day. My <laughs> mouth was watering. Stop it. Why like, do, Every time we do the show, I'm hungry. I, I had fruit today, and that was it. <laughs> now I'm talking about caviar. I'm like, eh. I used to not think I liked caviar. Well, the, I was actually surprised when you told me. Actually, I saw you post something. Yeah. And I was like, Jamie, caviar? Yeah. So I was a little So surprised. I was like, what is this? So uh, we, we go in. It is a Thomas Keller pop-up. Right. Amazing. So it's... Like a two blocks away from the French Laundry in Sweet. Yountville, so we they just basically take over this this vacant location, mm-hmm. and apparently he's a co-owner of this caviar uh, company. Oh, and that's why he did this thing with this woman. Uh, I can't remember. I'm sorry, I have no names for any of this. So we sat down, and one of the reasons we really wanted to go is I have never had Dom Perignon. Have oh, you? really? Yes, I have. I haven't. I've had it a couple times actually. You can get it by the glass here, which oh. is shocking. Well, I mean, how is it worth it though? What do you mean? I mean, because I would think that buying it by the bottle, I mean, how much is it a glass? It was $65 a glass. So that's what I'm saying. Isn't a bottle like a hundred and something? No. Yeah. Well, you can buy it at like BevMo for like $150. It was not. Okay. And so. Was it a special, like a reserve or something? Yes. Oh, okay. It wasn't just a plain bottle of. No. Not that any of them are plain. They had two to choose from. One was $65 a glass and one was $95 a glass. Oh, I would have just gone for the 90. I didn't. I did the 65 because I don't like spending money. And Daryl wants to indulge and I'm like, that's fine, but I'm doing it as little as possible. Did he get one too? Yes. And so, and then we ordered some caviar dishes. Everything was amazing. And what I love about. This specific, this is going to sound snooty and I don't care. Thomas Keller, <laughs> when you go to the French Laundry. Well, the whole thing sounds snooty, by the way. I know. And so, so when you go to these it with places, your snooty. But here's what's great. He's not snooty. So like there, no, was, he's cool. there was like a live jazz band and they were playing like Disney tunes in Greece. Yeah, I love that. It was so cool. And everybody's sitting around, yay, clapping. Well, I mean, and it's it was a, so chill. It's you know? a treat for everyone there. Of even, course. even rich people don't like, you know, that's maybe a little indulgent for them. I not everybody. So. I mean, unless I mean, you're a billionaire and like, money I would not just go. Hey, let's go down to the champagne bar for yeah. the for a snack. No, <laughs> no. Right. So what I love, but what I love about that whole attitude is that you don't feel like you don't belong, right. and that's kind of the God, point. I know that's I the point, and that does suck when you go to somewhere. I have been to I restaurants. Have so, I have too. I've been to places where I go. Well, clearly they don't want my green money. Yeah. They want someone else's green money. And if you, and by the way, establishments who can achieve that, mm-hmm. where it's extremely expensive but yet they're able to make yeah. you feel like you belong it's it's really difficult to do and it's amazing and not to mention you will spend more and you do spend more yeah. and the thing is is like you know i hate when people assume that based on the way you look or the car you're driving right. or whatever that you, that don't, you don't have, have money i'm yes. like we have gone places where we had lots of money and but we still look like we look every day yeah and it's like well that sucks for you because i actually really wanted to come here and spend a bunch of money and now i'm not it's the same thing and i've said this a million times it's like that scene in pretty woman where she's like i have all this money and i can't spend it so true it's it's literally that and that is such a terrible way to do dumb it is so dumb i think a lot of people have figured it out and one thing i will say about california is that we've been to wineries like that we are probably yeah Yeah. you have i'm sure you Mm -hmm. have because you've been to a lot but for california in general we are pretty blessed to have that chill kind of vibe. Very chill vibe. Because I know I've heard when you go to Manhattan it's not necessarily that way. Yeah, I would agree or with France, that. Or France. Like people in Paris and stuff. I've heard that France is very snooty. Yeah. And I look forward to the One of the day. reasons why they don't like Americans because they think, well God, they're so, you know, like we're like, we're like cowboys or they're whatever. They're so crass. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to Non-formal. go to France. Non-formal. I would love to go to France and be have someone offend me. It'd be fun. I'd be like, <laughs> they're offended. 
I do anyway, want to go to France. Yeah. I do too. Anyway, I so go to Monaco. We had an amazing uh, visit. Uh, I got to try the Dom Perignon and our server Ken. Was it, what did you think? It just tastes. It tastes like nothing I've ever had before. Did you enjoy it though? Because you're. A big I did. I did enjoy it. It's very dry and it's not as fruity as most of the champagnes I've had. And right. I've had French champagne, but this one's very aged, very yeah. differently. And it might be because it was a special reserve. I don't know. I, well, when you I know. had it, I didn't like it. It was a little funky. Yeah, it had a I was funky... not a fan. I mean, the first time I had it was with my ex-husband, uh-huh. me and Joel. Uh-huh. We ordered it somewhere when I first got, as an 18-year-old, I was awarded $80,000 <laughs> in a settlement. Remember, and so we indulged and bought a bottle of it, and I hated it. Yeah. So I, I told Daryl, like like, it. it's it's a lot drier than I expected. It tastes <laughs> old. It yeah. tasted old. I, I liked it, but it was it's definitely something that remi- reminds you that champagne is special. Yeah. So I drank it, and I, you know, obviously I, whatever. And then, and I actually had more than one glass. I'd forgotten. I had ordered some rosé. Oh, I no, thought no, you no, meant no, two no, of no, those. No, I was like, no, my no. goodness. They you should have just bought the damn bottle. No, we would have. No, I ordered some rosé that I'd never heard of before, and it yeah. was very lovely as well. Mm. But anyway, not $65 a glass. Yeah. So anyway, we were wrapping up. And my server came up from behind me. He whispers in my ear. He was adorable. Oh, my God. I would have gotten chills. Adorable little gay boy. He was so oh, cute. Oh, I'd be like, can you touch your lips right on the nape, please? No, no, no. But they have, and they have masks on. Oh, and that's so true. so he leans in and he goes, I, I, I understand that this was your first time trying Dom Perignon. He goes, so I want you to try the other one. So he gave oh me a God. sample. Of oh, a the, sample. Uh, I was well, like, it was a, a no, no, no. But it was a nice sample of the of you the got more a, expensive. You got a good mouthful. Oh, easily. And so he goes. So I wanted you to try this, and I'm like, um, that is so sweet. Thank you. And so just I, you or did Dale just get some me? Too? Just me. <laughs> and so I tasted. I'm like, oh. I'm like, well, now I know why it's a hundred dollars a glass. Yeah, this is delicious. So good. And right? so I obviously let Daryl taste some. And so yeah. we were there for almost two hours. We had such a good time. The, oh, the service is unparalleled. Unparalleled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so friendly. It and they're, they're, they're clearly money. so happy to be. Even the hostess, she's like, isn't it really good? I mean, like, it was so <laughs> great. And they're, everybody there is beautiful and happy. Oh, my God, love. And it was just amazing. And so we left. And I said, That's I really so like exciting. that. I go, that is a very special place that yeah. you go once in a lifetime or twice. Or maybe you know. something really special. You're celebrating something really great, yeah. but I mean, you would not put that on the schedule for every t- visit. Oh but God, it's no! Well, I mean, definitely something that I wish. But <laughs> if you have the privilege of being that close yes. and you have the cheddar, I mean, do it, do it. And the caviar is unlike anything I've ever. Oh my tasted. God, yum! And so he said, How "Well, which fun. caviar?" Because we did this tasting, right? And he goes, "Well, which one did you like?" I go, "Realistically, I like this one. It was one of the cheaper ones." I go, "I like this one," and he's like. It's funny that you like that one. It's the only one that comes from the lake where they raise the fish in a lake and they actually have to fight the currents. Oh. And that's why you like that one because it's not briny. It's not right, fishy. Right, right, The other two that that's are interesting. super duper expensive were from China and they're farm raised and everything's perfectly organic and I'm whatever. Sure. Yeah, 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 of course. He's like, and they're a little briny and fishy. And I'm like, not as big of a fan. Is Some the... people like that taste. He goes, so you like the Serbian. Yeah. And I'm like... Thank you for educating me. I had no idea. Not that I'll ever go around saying, although, didn't you say you bought a jar of caviar? I, a tin, yes. Or whatever. Yes, I did. And, and it, you can buy it, by the way. It's Asteria. It's Astera. I think that's how you say it. Acetra? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, Acetra. I don't mm-hmm. I remember how you said it. It's the same kind that you had because I saw yeah. on your social media, but you can get it from a variety of places. And we do have a really good one mm-hmm. that happens to be farmed right here in the valley which is crazy yeah when I, I in fact I was looking online for something expensive I wasn't even looking for something local mm-hmm. and I one of the ones that kept coming up over and over again um for the some of the restaurants the fine restaurants in San Francisco Napa were all getting it from this place and I'm like so then I looked and I'm like Elkhorn Boulevard <laughs> even live on that street hell no it's literally out there by like far out by like Rio Linda right and I was shocked and I'm like you know what I'm gonna go for it so. you don't you don't necessarily think of Elkhorn, Elkhorn Boulevard and caviar I never in a, in million, a million years I know that's I so thought funny. I would be having it shipped from somewhere like LA yeah. or wherever but no no and it was great and it came it was $300 for a tin. Um, I think it was like three ounces, so it's not much. But Well, how much could... Well, I mean, I you mean, said you could inhale. Me. Well, here's the thing. you with When you buy caviar and it's that expensive, you can't let it sit. You know, you, no. I mean, and once you open it, it's you, you really to need it. to eat it yeah. like that day or... Yeah, and the... 
there's so the many, next day. There's so many accoutrements that you can have with it that I had no idea. Well, I had all the stuff. Yeah, I prepared. Of course you did. Oh <laughs> well, I God. knew. I'm like, okay, this is a lot for me. You know, I don't normally you know spend what? $300. Thing. Regardless of our childhood, <laughs> if you believe in past lives... Oh my God, I'm rich. We were born with I, silver spoons I've in our said mouth. That Jerry and I are we, both like that. We were dressed in silks, and <laughs> we had servants, and we had we had debutante parties. We when had we were sixteen. Absolutely, we were of the royal court somewhere. <laughs> like that's who we were. I wore Louis Vuitton sandals. To I mean, if I did a deep dive on our on our family, and we found out that we were you know related well, to royalty, it would not surprise. Here's me. the thing. Uh, here's the thing in that I find years, so interesting. I'd be like, we were not serfs in a previous no. life. We have made a lot. We have had a lot of discussions on the show about our mother. Yeah. And the love-hate relationship that we... Hate is a strong word. The, yeah. lo- the love struggle that yeah. we have had. Most, a lot of women have struggles with their mother. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. I guess I still have guilt about it, you know, to sure. admit that it's, it's, it's difficult for me. But, yeah. but one thing I will say that I am forever grateful for is that my our mother raised us to be poor rich girls quality, i don't know how she did it quality over quantity i absolutely yeah it's I, true we i know we were very very poor for portions of our childhood sure. but for some strange reason did, we all are like silver spoons in our mouth she's like you don't have to act poor just because you are poor and i'm so grateful for that yeah. yeah i mean it's not even yeah i mean it's like you know it doesn't even feel uh, what's the word? I'm, I cannot speak today. It's one of those days. Oh my god, I'm premenstrual. Oh. I stutter and stuff when I'm Me premenstrual. Too. Don't you? Mm. Yeah. It's not. It's 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 organic. Yeah. Like it feels normal. Yeah. And it shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we never had anything. Like literally. I know. So I, I know, and I, know. I hate it. I'm it's like, true. God, why was I born into this life? I, I deserve better. Than I this. do. I, I want to work. I should be rich. <laughs> I, god. I'm so good at it. The only problem that we didn't get to go along with that attitude was we were not trained to find a rich man. Right, wrong. <laughs> oh I know. God. That's the problem. She's like, I'm you like, will be oh independent women. Get information. Well, mom. It's like, oh, damn it. <laughs> mom is for, for as much of a prude as she comes off to be, and I don't mean that in a derogatory manner. She's just very conservative. She's conservative, but she's also like, you don't need no fucking man. She is. And that, unfortunately, along with wanting to be wealthy, means you've got to make your own. And it's like, well. And it's difficult to do. It's hard. So before we go to our ugly and awkward moments, do you have one? I certainly did until okay. we got off on the topic. I'll tell you. Well, if you don't, I'll tell you mine. Uh, before we get into that, some quick celeb news. I adore Kaylee Cuoco. Oh, you do? The blonde girl from The Big Bang Theory. She's getting she was Yes. Again. But she was on Seven Rules to Date My Daughter with John Ritter. Okay. She was in... So she's been working forever. She's yeah, been a yeah. sitcom worker forever. And she's That's great. True. I think she's great. No, she is great. And so anyway, so she married... I never saw the hype with her looks-wise, though. She's athletic. She's an athletic yeah. girl. But she used to model. But she was also a, a junior a junior Olympian. Like, the girl oh, really? is no joke. She's accomplished. She's incredibly wealthy now. Oh. Incredibly wealthy. Well, the Big Bang Theory was... I mean, she made... In one year, she made like $25 million Wow. Minimal. Does she do movies or just She's shows? done a couple of movies. And so... And she also has my the flight attendant, which has been nominated for many awards. It was on her own production company that put it oh, out, and she's doing a second season. And yeah. why does she have such trouble with men? Well, I don't know. And the thing is, is, is that just because I, she's so, she's an, an ambitious female and successful. And I, the the first guy did she pick wrong dudes? She had bad taste in the first one. The first guy was kind of a gold digger, oh. and she had to pay quite a bit of money for their very short marriage to get rid of him. Go away, yeah. But this guy. His father is a billionaire. Oh, great. And he does equestrian stuff, which is oh, also... And he, like, breeds Olympian-level right, right. horses and very stuff. Expensive. He's very, very wealthy himself. So there's no need for that. And that's why... And they'd known each other for years. And they were oh. friends. And then ultimately something... Why it didn't happened. work out. Well, and what's weird, what people are saying is, like, three months ago, they were celebrating their three-year anniversary. And they were he just like, I love cheated. you. Blah, blah, blah. Well, she's doing a movie... Currently, just wrapped filming, not even a month ago, with fucking uh, Davidson. What's that guy? The Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Pete. Pete Davidson. Because they've been being photographed lately, and yes. they're like, are oh, they friends? I'm like, you know what? Pete Davidson isn't friends with any woman. Thank he you. He bangs them all. He fucks everything. And he's 
if he can't, so he does. And he, he just, all I, I know he's got big dick energy, like you said. Well, this is a but thing. But there's got to be more to it than that. Pete Davidson, okay, so timing-wise, he was dating the star of Bridgerton, that cute little girl. Yes, he was, for a minute. For a couple of months, and then conveniently in August, they broke up. And why he was filming this film with yes, Kelly. And now Kaylee is now Kaylee, my bad. Kaylee is now also single. And so they've been and apparently now they're being photographed everywhere. Well, and apparently they have been a great source of comfort for each other during this time. <laughs> He's really good at that, isn't he? Oh my god. And so I'm reading this going He's literally everybody's rebound. I'm reading this going, what is it about Pete Davidson? If I met him, I would be like, you know what it is? It's the same thing that all girls say when they're talking to their girl and they say, oh my God, he's so hot, blah, blah, blah. And they he's go, so funny. I go, is he hot or is he just tall? Because <laughs> tall guys are hot inherently, you know? True. There's something about a really tall guy with wide shoulders. Well, and you go, is he hot or is he just tall, girl? I guess it depends on what your type is. But I know for me, because me and you are both ultra, ultra feminine. Yes. Right? Yes. I mean, we're strong, but we're very feminine. Yes. And there's something about a, a mouth. The, the, yeah. God. <laughs> and so masculinity in general is extremely um, it's very, sensual. It's very intoxicating. Yes. And yes. so when you're big and you're bulky and you're like literally overpowering. A, you you're know, like, not overpowering. You're like, I am all fucking about it. One line that Sarah Jessica Parker said in one of the many Sex in the City episodes is when she's like, I need to feel the weight of, of a, a man. man on top of me. I relate with that. I'm like, I need absolutely. to get laid. Right? Yes, I have definitely been there. Totally. It's so true. It's very primal. And so, um, <laughs> I know people don't think of women as primal. And she's only 5'6, so she's not super tall. And so, yeah. and Pete, I don't know how to tall. that's tall, but. Well, it, it's tall for me. For because sure. we're tiny. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what, Kaylee? You do you, girl. Is I, he tall? Is he like a tall dude? He's very tall. Oh, okay. Like if you see the photos of them, she's 5'6", and she's like at his nip. Oh, so he's like towering over He's probably 6'5". I wonder where what his story is. And like, he's where not he come from. Well, he's from Long Island. So, I mean, but how did he get discovered? How did he become famous? I'm not quite sure, but his father died at 9-11. Oh, God. Yes, he was a firefighter, and he died in 9-11. And after that happened, he kind of had a breakdown, and he's struggled with his mental health ever since. Yeah. He's also struggled with substance abuse. abuse. He has done a few stints in rehab. Yeah. And I think he's just trying to get his shit together constantly. But what's interesting, because I could not understand why people found him so funny. The the people that find him funny are the industrial people. Like, if you talk to any comedian or writer, they go, he is unfucking believably brilliant. He's yeah. a genius, and I'm like, really? Why? Why am I the layman who just watches comedy? I don't, I don't see it. But they swear by him, and they he was kind of discovered when he was going through the grieving process of his father. I think oh. he was doing some stand up, and they were just uh-huh. like, this guy's unbelievable, and that's kind of why he is so beloved in the industry. I'm hoping well, one day I can, <clears throat> I can see it. Yeah, <laughs> but I I just don't. But he has fucked some of the hottest women hottest in the world. Women in the world. I mean, Ariana Grande. I mean, name them. Um. So speaking of, let's do some ugly and awkward moments of the week, right? I don't know why it bothers me so much, but it really does. Okay. So I went and got my nails done the other day, and. I had to use Jerry's bank card to do it. We okay. have we still we have multiple accounts. Yeah. And so the one that I was gonna use was his. And he is okay, I know I don't always I don't say a lot of kind things about my husband, but it he is annoying. Yeah. And so I mean <laughs> one of the things he has that has happened to him multiple times is that he has had his bank accounts hacked. Oh. I think because of stupid shit that he does. And I'm not talking about cheating or online no, no, bullshit. No, no, no. Just not Just being protective. looking at dumb yeah. emails that he shouldn't sure. open. You know, yes. random things yes. that I'm like, you're so, okay. You know what? I this can't. This is why our senior citizens are victims. Thank you. Always. And I'm like, how can you fall for this shit? You know, uh-huh. I just, it's, it angers me. But I have come to peace with it and I have let him fight those battles to where yeah. he's like learned the lesson and he's like, sure. okay, note to self, don't do that again. You know, don't order off eBay and whatever. <laughs> or whatever, yeah. Um, so, so now he's ultra protective of his account and he has locks on all of his ATM cards. Okay. To where he has to physically go in and put a password in. And to use it. To use it. Okay. It's annoying as fuck. Did he tell you the password? No, but I don't care. He would. Oh, okay. No, but, no, I meant for this awkward moment. 
Well, here's it's a, it's a it's a multitude of of clusterfuck actually. So <laughs> what happened was is I leave. He's in charge of getting Jeff that day, and because my appointment was coinciding with school getting out, I tell him I'm going. He's annoyed. I'm like, sorry, too bad. You know, he's like, so I go. I get my nails done. I go to pay, and the card won't work. <gasps> by by the way, before. She's doing my nails. I look at the clock and I'm like, you know what? It's 2.15. Jeff gets out of school in 15 minutes. I call him to make sure, like, are you on your way? Yeah. Because he was in the garage working on something and I didn't want him to lose track of, lose time. Track of time. Ring, 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 ring. Goes to voicemail three times. Then I'm fucking annoyed because I'm like, okay, you know what? You better be on your damn way. That's all I have to say. So I let it go. Finish what I'm doing. Go to pay. Card won't work. <gasps> go to call him and I see that I have a missed call. Okay. From him. Okay. From the time that I first called till now. And I'm like, great. And a text that says, why aren't you answering your phone? Oh, my My God. truck's broken down. And I can't go get Jeff. Oh, no. And then I'm like, oh, shit. So now I'm standing at the cashier trying to pay my nail lady. The bank card won't go through. Like, I hate my life. He's telling me he's broke down. I'm thinking, okay, now, and, and it's 20 minutes after my son's out of school. Great. And I'm like, fantastic. I can't pay this woman to get out of here. She's going to take my nails. <laughs> I, thankfully, she's like, don't even worry about it. Just come back. Luckily, you know, you're a well, client. fortunately, I had some money. I had cash. So you're and just I'm like, like, here. But I was a dollar short. Oh, for God's sake. So I was a dollar short and I couldn't tip her because it, she didn't care. You're she's like, like I will be back. Yeah. She's like, I don't care. She's like, yeah. we'll just, let's call it a day. You're paid. You know, take, you know, I don't need a tip and yeah. I don't care that you're a dollar short. But I was humiliated, yes. mortified. Aww. So I. Is that the awkward moment? That was the awkward moment. Oh my God. I go home and he's home. And working you look on like the car. A- my son's on his computer playing. Everything's fine. And you're like, <sighs> oh no. Because then I'm mad. Because like, then I'm like, okay. There is no crisis. <laughs> I was more, I was thinking that Jeff's at school crying, waiting in the office. You know, everything's kosher dilly. And I'm freaking at the thing, embarrassed, bright red, all these people in there. I'm like, oh my God. And you're God. like hurriedly looking like a fool. So then he's like, I pull up, I'm like, ah! I literally pulled into the driveway like that, and he looks over, and then all of a sudden his face is like, oh, shit. You know, like, <laughs> I'm not the one mad now. Oh, okay. She's mad. He's like, what's wrong? I'm like, and I just like, went oh, off. He's like, well, I turned it on. I I think I did. I'm like, you know you didn't. You know you didn't. Oh, God. And this is an argument we've had so many times, because I'm like, how many times do I have to go to the grocery store to use your stupid card and get declined, and I have to fucking call you at home and be like, unlock the goddamn card. I asked you before I left, did you unlock the card? Yes, I did. I did. Okay, because I don't want to be embarrassed again. This is like the 10th time. No, I swear, I unlocked it. So not only are you embarrassed. Denied. You're embarrassed and angry. Both. And there's nothing worse than them going, I'm sorry, but your card, do you have another card? Well, it's shut. The little thing was like, denied. I'm like. (gasps) And you know what? It, they always think you don't have the money. Of course. They never believe you when you tell when you try to give them the story. I'm like, you know what? My husband is, oh my God, I'm telling you, sitting here telling her the story. She's like, it's fine, it's fine. Yes. Okay, well, here's my awkward moment. And I wish I could just, I want to just like, I want to go back in time. <laughs> so we're at this amazing tasting that I told you about earlier. Right. <laughs> oh, no. God. Now, it's been very. It's like the time I fell in the restaurant when I was mad. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It was the most horrible. <laughs> I do remember that, though. No. I'm angry and demanding things from the manager, and then I fall. <laughs> like, how's your trip, Karen? <laughs> so, we're sitting Fuck. at this. We're sitting at this tasting. We're all having a great time. Jeremy and Daryl are, you know, using their Dix's lightsabers, <laughs> and we're getting towards the end. That would irritate me so bad. The AC went on. Well, after a while, I just didn't care anymore because I'm like, I can't control these two fools. I would just be like, give me another glass of champagne. It wasn't. And the thing is, they weren't aggressive. It was no, just. No, no, I you know. know. It was very tasteful. It was just banter. And so for me, it was annoying. And so. Well, it's not annoying that the guy's doing it. It would be annoying that my husband was doing it. I'm like, why are you doing Like, really? Well, especially <laughs> when I'm looking at like, who are you? Like, what is this? You You've know? never seen this behavior before? Well, I have, but not like that. I don't know. It was weird. Anyway. He was having a day. In fact, I know he was ignoring me because I know he hurt me when um, he had left to say, well, I'm going to let you enjoy these wines and I'll be back in a little bit. Just enjoy the wines. I'll be back in like five minutes. We're like, okay, awesome. Thank you. So he left and we were drinking wines and he was looking up the goat cheese thing. Who? Daryl. Because he wanted to confirm that I was correct, that it was goat cheese. Oh, my God. And so I said, he's looking it up. And I go, did you notice how brown Jeremy's eyes are? Like, they're so brown, you can't even see the blacks in his eyes. They're, like, super dark. And he acted like I wasn't speaking. 
Oh. Like, he didn't acknowledge, and he never does that. Well, I, yeah. He didn't acknowledge. Well, this is the same guy he's been having a pissing match exactly. with. Exactly. And he's like, oh, now you're going to say something about his eyes? <laughs> I already hate Jeremy. <laughs> now I hate him even more. He didn't hate Jeremy. It's possible that he sensed chemistry. I don't know. He, You know what? He knows you as well as you know him. Here's the thing about really good hosts or Trader Joe's cashiers. <laughs> They are trained to be that way. Absolutely. They know what they're doing. It's part of the job. It's the it's the job. And when they're really fucking good at it, you yeah. have no idea they're doing it. Well, they're charming. Yes. And all of that. Yeah. Yes. Right. <laughs> it was amazing. And Daryl was not embarrassing by oh, any means. I know. I know. That Darryl's, was, that was my job. It could never be. No, I'm saying it could be the most subtle thing. It was subtle. Thing, yeah, but subtle. because you're the wife and you know him so well. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I get it. So nobody else would have noticed that he was no semi being an idiot. Just me. <laughs> but sorry, Daryl, you're not an idiot. But I you am know not. What I, mean. I am not subtle when I'm being an idiot. <laughs> so it was a beautiful room, very industrially but farmhousey. Air conditioning was on because you know the more you drink, you get warm and oh, yeah. stuff like that. So I'm sitting I know, there. I'm not even drinking right now. I'm freaking. And I'm gonna sh- turning on the. We're almost done. And then we'll. Yeah. Off. No, I know. So I'm sitting there, and apparently I was acting like I was cold. I didn't feel like I was doing that, but I guess I was kind of going like this and rubbing yeah. my arms, and I was just kind of listening, whatever. So he stops mid sentence and he goes, "Are you cold?" He goes, "I can turn off the. I can turn down the air conditioning because I was like blowing right on me, right on you." And what did I do? I look down at my boobs and I go, um, and I touch my Jamie. Boobs. I go, no, I'm good. Oh my God, why? And Daryl goes, what are you doing? Hello, I'm Jamie. Have we met? Then, my name is Jamie Awkward Minor. And here's what made it worse. Oh no, is how could it get any worse? Jeremy didn't realize I was being awkward. He's like, oh, okay, you're fine, right? And then I go, I'm really sorry. That was so inappropriate. And then he gets embarrassed. He's like, you had to say something, damn it. And I look down. I'm like, I can't believe myself. I'm like, shut up now. Jesus, excuse me. I have to go to the ladies room. Oh, my God. It was awful. It was awful. I was like, oh my God. Why do we always, we have this in common, all of so us. So then I just ate some cheese and I well, just We have to it. announce it. Like, we have to announce that we're awkward after it's awkward. Somebody, I wanted to die. I wanted to die. I'm like, and you know, my boobs aren't small. It's not like it's, it's not <laughs> like a, Yeah, you're all boobs. God. Like, literally, you have your gorgeous face and hair and boobs. Hello, breasts. How are yeah, you today? Yes. Jesus Every Christ. man you've ever met notices the second they, oh, hi, wow. Hi, boob. <laughs> I wanted to die. Oh my God, that is so funny. So we were in the car, we're on our way back, and I go, can you believe I did that? He goes, actually, I can believe that you did that. He's like, and I wish you had stopped, but you didn't. You just kept going. It's like, okay, well, this is my wife. He's like, Hello. I can't save you. I'm sorry. There's You're on like your own. I can do. Here you are. This it's is too her. late. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, it was really Love that. Yeah, mm. So there you go. Awkward moment for the God. For well, the, thank for the God stars. you had some champagne in your body. Otherwise, you might have actually died of humiliation. Oh, my God. It was so bad. And I'm just like, I have, this is great. This is so great. <laughs> mm. All right. Well, that's the show this week. Yeah. I hope you guys have had a good weekend. Enjoy your week. And we will see you next week with a new show. Bye. Bye. Bye.